Welcome to the latest Chud Show. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm back here in the back, in the rear, bringing up the back. I got Mr. Justin Waddell right in front of me. And who's that guy? Who's in the front? The proudest papa in town. Congratulations, Steve. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really didn't do anything. Well, you came at a woman. Hmm. You filled her and made a baby. Oh, my goodness. Yikes. So uh, we're recording this in a strange environment, which I think is pretty cool, because, um, I mean, I, I think we're all proud that Source Code opened this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely proud. Uh, Justin, have you seen Source Code? I saw Insidious instead, actually. I didn't go see Source Code. Steve? What? Have you seen anything? What's the last movie you saw in a theater? Oh, wow. It's probably, I think it was Jaws. <laughs> the, the original Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. It was a long time. I, Probably the last time I saw in theaters proper would have been uh, Predators. The Cave? Yeah, it was probably Predators. Really? Was, oh, Predators! And that was Dollar Theater. <laughs> um, predators with um, a Danny, had the Danny Glover came, no, not Danny Glover, uh, a Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne came out. Way to be racist. No, because Danny Glover is in the second one. Yeah. And then Lawrence Fishburne yeah. decimated in the third. That's I, a spoiler, actually. I think, I think that third? should be the natural progression in all films is you get Bill Duke. Then you get Danny Glover, and yep. then you get Lawrence Fishburne. What did you guys think of Predators? Because that's a timely thing it's to talk dumb, about. Kind of dumb, but it's all right. It was uh, fine. It was I like the director a lot. It was a good dollar spent, well spent, actually. I thought Adrian Brody pulled his own. That was between takes, but... Adrian, I, and it had that uh, woman that you don't like in it. Oh, I hate her. What's her she name? was actually good in a movie right after that, though. Uh, not Sonya, but... Uh, you know what sucks, really? Being in the front. This is terrible. What's the point? You gotta hold it up. You gotta do a good job. Well, you know what? You would have sucked in the seventies. That's true. I don't like being in the front. Free love. You would have been a bottom. Mm, how about that? This chair is comfortable though. What's her name? She's boring. Alice Braga. Braga. Alice, Alice Braga. Braga. She was in something after that. She was actually pretty good at. Was it? She didn't hereafter. Maybe she was in Red Belt. I like. I liked her in Red Belt. I like Red Belt at least. Science tells us that came out way before. No, no, but that's, that's what I think of her. When I think of her, I think of Red Belt. Is that? When I think of her, I think of abstinence. But she's all right. But uh, so you went and saw Insidious because why? That's kind of I don't know because I, I like horror, horror movies and I heard heard good things about Insidious. I heard it was a good uh, haunted house. I thought you, you probably heard better things about Source Code. I did. I did hear much better things about Source Code. I guess from from the internet guys. I, I heard know. that the Source Code bears too much of a resemblance to Paycheck. I didn't bother seeing it. Is that true? <laughs> That's not true. Really? Did you see Paycheck? Yeah, I saw Paycheck. I think you're confused because Johnny Paycheck does the soundtrack. I saw Paycheck because Chud had a screening of it back in the old days. That was a, a nightmare. Was that the one with John Woo with Ben Affleck? Yes, that it was. That was a nightmare. It was great. What do you mean? Alice Braga. Brandon Braga. Bruh. So, Insidious. Yeah, I saw that. Ren actually saw it too. Ren's holding the camera. Way to, um, way to break show business. Um, it's the 17th wall. And uh, it was, I had heard, and I think it's like kind of a half a good movie. It's like the first half of it's really good build up, really good scares on it, and uh, it kind of falls apart when they have the explanation come in. Is that before he turns Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> um, 
Are you talking about Darth 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 Insidious? Darth Insidious. Um, but it kind of they the, 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 they figure out the boy in the trailer that the the little boy is haunted. Is, is haunted. The explanation for that I think is sort of interesting, but the execution was not it too pre, interesting. Was it priest sex? Did a, pr- a priest fuck a ghost into him? There's a priest in the movie. He shows up, but he's he's just very little, very little. Uh, That's a good time. thing, actually. I'm so glad priests are coming back in the films. Yeah. Last exorcism, right? It's like 42 priests in that film. Movie Halo name. Priest coming. Was he a priest in 3D? No less. Yeah. I did like uh, Last Exorcism better than Insidious, but Insidious had a lot in common. So, I thought Reddit with tees, uh, uh, that there's a monster element to it. There is. There's like there's a couple freaky monsters in that. Actually. Are they are they humanoid monsters or are they beasts that patrol the, the ceiling? They are humanoid monsters, and sometimes they patrol the ceiling. I'd say. <laughs> is a, a, I hate humanoid monsters. Um, Look at that nice painting back there, Steve. You're breaking yes. show business over the face. <laughs> it's another thing that, about that movie that's interesting. Is it's my is, kind of painting? It kind of. And I think Brad Ryan will agree. The more that they show the monsters, the less eerie the monsters get. So, like at the beginning, Wait, when it they're takes not place really in sh- Pennsylvania. So, so when they're showing the, uh, you know, they have these glimpses of the yeah, of the freaks, the freaks. The freaks. It's uh, more interesting. It's I think. actually rather dull. Which is the problem with a lot of movies. Honestly, talking about really, they're just talking about crap. Yeah, throwing ice chips at me. Because <laughs> I'm in the front. Sorry, Sorry, dude. Do you think um, Source Code is a movie that's going to succeed? You said it's doing pretty well this weekend, right? Spoiler. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll... Jones always up? I don't. I love Moon. I think Moon's great. I just... I don't... I'm not a huge fan of Gyllenhaal. I, I don't get excited to see his films. I don't know why. It's probably because of his silly beard. Does he have a beard in Source Code? No, but he has a beard occasionally. Especially that commercial he does, right? He does like some... Uh, some 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 commercial yeah, things. He's, he's he's it's a major league baseball. He's doing charity work, trying to help the world. Charity can go to hell. I'm saying that his beard, though, right? And that and that his beard is very well kept beard. That's the problem. It's very clean. A man should not have a well kept beard. How is should be like big. Boomer. You know who else has got a very well kept beard? No one knows. Katie Holmes. Is that right? How is um, Gyllenhaal at Source Code? Here's a compliment. He's going to compliment him about Jake Gyllenhaal is it's. It's one of his best performances, if oh, not his best performance. I think Red would probably agree he does a good job, right? So I mean, he, he's uh, he's you believe him. He uh, he has a good. Cause, I mean, keep in mind the character the, the, he's introduced in the film completely un, uh, doesn't have any clue what's going on. He's he's as, as clueless as the audience, and he conveys that really well. And as he gets more and more frustrated over the course of the film, and as he gets more driven over the course of the film, Gyllenhaal does a very good job. He does a very good job of, of being a leading man. And the, what helps is, it's not a complete film. It's kind of like a... I got any Dr. Pepper throwback. <laughs> Fucking Steve. <laughs> over the course of the film, uh, I mean, it's not, it's, not, it's not what you would call like a complete movie. It's, like a, it's an interesting... Um, it's almost like a, an experiment or like a Twilight Zone type of thing. So it's not like he's required to do like a... You know, like a... A leading man role. He's kind of like up against like fucking. <laughs> Where do you want to sit, sir? Here, I'll give her for a second. I mean, 
concussive is the only word I can think of to what this this show is, uh, and and what 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 does season four bring to the table that that we that we haven't seen? Well, let me backtrack just a bit. It's like season one was all about the decision and what this man is about to embark on, and the newness of it all, and the idea of facing death in the pilot. You can justify that it was self-defense, but then afterward, that you know, crazy eight down in the basement. That's it, a big difference between premeditated. And um, season two was more about the ramifications of that decision, how it's starting to affect his family and the secrets, and how it's starting to affect him and and bring him down, and and. Uh, the the amount of worry and anxiety is built up. Season three was starting to be about acceptance. That he is now no longer this innocent, I'm just doing it for my family kind of guy, but he's accepting who he is. He needs to, um, and in fact, needs to embrace the person he's become. He has to think more like what he really is, is now a criminal, in order to stay alive. Yeah. And season four then becomes, where is my place in life? Now that I've accepted that, where do I stand? Who do I, who am I now? Who is this new molded person that I've become? <clears throat> that I, in some ways, am very attracted to. The power of that. Right. And maybe it's short-lived. Maybe it's as ephemeral as the life of a butterfly. But, God damn it, it's going to be a, a wild ride. And I'm the man. I'm the guy. <laughs> you know? And so he's feeling his oats. He's really feeling it. And before, there were moments that he was able to intimidate. And then he'd go, oh, my God. What was that? Now, he owns that. And he's starting to use that intimidation and that strength to get what he wants. So the metamorphosis of Walter White has taken shape. Listen! Hey, Steve. Yeah, what's going on? Jürgen Prochnow walked into a bar. Jürgen, Jürgen, Jürgens. In college, they did a movie about uh, the guy. There's a guy at my college that did a movie about date rape. It's called A Reason to Believe. And she was in it. Sounds like a... I see. Um, and so was like a bunch of... like uh, Keith Coogan was in it. Like a bunch of people. Anyway, so he showed it at our, to our film class. It was the worst movie ever. So this is a movie about date rape. And then there's a bunch of like sex scenes in it. Like it's just absolutely terrible. But look it up. Reason to believe it's... It, it and exists. she's naked. She is in it. Yeah, she's in it. And can, I, can, you, can you confirm she's got smalls? So you say she's small breasts or whore? What do you mean? Like they, the, the clothes that they put her in made her breasts look smushed and sad. Is like she, like her, they were experiencing heartbreaks on her. She's not a bad looking uh, woman. She's all right. Yeah. She's all right. I don't remember being like appalled by this, the nudity from that film. Other than the, the actual reason for it. Oh yeah, because all of a sudden you're anti-rape? No. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. A reason to believe. Okay. Um, Keith Coogan has a, a Rolling Stones tattoo. Is he the rapist? No, he plays... Because you want to say unbelievable? Who the hell could he overpower? He plays a character in it. Um, I mean, he would give her a roofie, 
And the roofie would fail. That's Keith Coogan. He uh, plays a character named Pato. Why do you remember that? I don't know because because he's a because he's a he's a uh, uh, he gets high all the time, and so they call his character. <laughs> His name is Pato. So I just remember. It was written by somebody who really doesn't know much about culture. He's like, the typical drug addict where has a rolling Do you know who was the rapist? The, you know who the rapist was the, was, uh, the boy who could fly? Do you remember that guy's name? The guy... The Icarus? What's your favorite um, Tommy Lee Jones vehicle? What's your favorite scary movie? You excited about that coming up? What's your, what's your favorite Tommy Lee Jones vehicle? Dark Moon Rising. Ren, you don't want to hear my The Hunted. Answer. The Three Burials of Melchiatus Estrada. That, I mean, in terms of what I think his best movie is, that would be among them. So, so why would I absolute favorite would be, like, Tenet Black. Oh, Anything worse than a disembodied voice. Did you hear that? Yeah. Men in Black? Over No Country? I love Men in Black. He's like four years old. No, I mean, over, over rules of engagement. Is there a Tommy Lee Jones vehicle? That's too bad you can't say, when he says I love Men in Black, and then there could be, like, a shot of Ren sitting there all in black, because he is wearing completely... <laughs> He's only wearing black today. If you under- talking about my favorite movie that he's in ever, then besides my conception tape, uh, under then, yeah, probably no country. But, but uh, you like Men in Black, eh? I love Men in Black. It's got moments. It's funnier than the sequel, that's for sure. Yeah, so is so is the Japan Holocaust. Oh god! All right, have at it. Go to Ted.com. Okay, let's assume that, that thing with wheels. Let's assume the PBS kids yeah. Spice. had a meeting and greenlit the Jurgen Prock now half hour show for Jurgen the Jurgen. What would happen? So he would arrive on the set, yeah. there'd be yeah. faint music playing, he would take off his jack boots, mm-hmm. he'd speak to the camera like this. Yeah. And and then what would what would Jurgen do with the kids? He would what have everybody like connect the dots with his face. Okay, Can you go from one craggy from one craggy joint to the other? Okay, what would, what act, what activities? In one straight Roman line. <laughs> what activities would happen on the Jurgen? Would there be a puppet show, like 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 in, like in the keep, or would it be? Um, he is on Twitter, by the way. Did you know this? No, is it? You can look it up. Proc now and later. <laughs> one. Would, would he? Would he? <laughs> now I understand he doesn't like to sing, but he whistles. So he would do a whistle and dance number every episode, a Jurgen dance. Um, he would have celebrity guests. Mm-hmm. Um, he would he would att- randomly select a child from the audience. Period. <laughs> is he a, is he a father? He's a father of many. Is Not, there is there a little proc now running around? He's in the, the world? father of lies. <laughs> Actually, he, he doesn't have any children, um, but he has vassals that he that he recruits, serfs, whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, he also makes a mean rib roast. Mm-hmm. Is he in John Stockwell's new movie? Yeah. No, but can you imagine at the end of a kid's show at Jurgen Prock now he's he's giving bakery, he's like baking something mm-hmm. and uh Nacropathy is his co host. <laughs> tells the kids of the silent running yeah, bakery. What would you what would you I mean tell me what what kind of what would he make? What would Jurgen do? I need I need I need help. <laughs> what would he make? What would Jurgen what would be some of the accoutrements that come out of Jurgen's maybe, mouth? Maybe he would just churn milk for a while. Wasn't it? Kids always like to see that. No, like everybody knows. Everybody knows that Jurgen Prochnow's most famous film was the submarine film he did with Harrison Ford. The Widow Air Force One. <laughs> das, that's das, a, that's actually really? his. That's actually his uh, Twitter yeah. handle. Air Force One. <laughs> right? One. What was the name of his show again? Uh, Jurgen Prochnow's kid show. What was the name of the show? If, if he had, I guess I shouldn't be asking. What was, was his name, the name of the show? 
Yeah, I thought it was Jurgen's place. I thought it was Jurgen's partner. Hooray! I was ask Greg. Greg, look at this thing. Why does this thing wearing pants? But that is a well-placed... He's got a Silent Hill t-shirt on. Right, now you're... Was Jurgen Prochnow in Silent Hill? That should be a Silent Hill. He might have, actually. Does he was in that? No. He was in... 13 Ghosts or Ghost Ship or some shit? He's probably in Ghost Ship. Not 13 Ghosts. Was he in Judge Dredd? Yes. Yes, he was. Judge... Judge Jurgen's. On Wikipedia, they said that this is surprising. Jurgen Prochnow was actually one of the fabulous Thunderbirds. How is that surprising? Do, do we want to talk about Cedar Rapids? We can talk about So, Justin and I forked over our hard-earned dollars to watch Cedar Rapids. I made you go. An independent film by Miguel Arteta. I guess his name. Didn't he play for the Orioles? No. Mm. Um, he it, saw, he, what else did he direct? He, bl- direct- he, was, he directed Blandville, Bland Blanderson, mm-hmm. Dreadful Dread, and Clute. Didn't he do, wait... He did a bunch of other movies besides Cedar Rapids. Tiresome. He does boring movies. He's a boring guy. Anyway, so it's like what? Ed Helms. Anne Heche. Anne Heche. John, John C. Riley. Oh, John C. McGinley. John C. Riley. <laughs> Amateur. Uh, the guy from The Wire. I don't know his name. Oh, yeah, the guy. She. What's his name? He's actually good. G. McBride. No. Isn't it something smooth or what? No. <laughs> That's the guy from Cur- Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, he was in Hall Pass. Or Stop breaking the thirty-seventh wall. <laughs> um, it's about it's about a sales conference for insurance, insurance jerks. Yeah. It's got uh, it's got Stephen Root. Something's gonna creep up on me back here. <laughs> Stephen Root and uh, um, uh, bitches leave. What's his name? Clarence Boddicker. Clarence Boddicker. Yeah, it's Kurtwood Smith in a horrible, <laughs> the worst, the worst. <laughs> the, worst, the worst last moment in film history. It's not the worst. Come on. Like back slowly out of the frame. That movie bad. is fine. It's, you, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's it's a kind of a fun movie. It's one of those very lightweight. It's like a Sundance kind of like comedy. You know, it's 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 not if it's not uh, it's not over the top good in any way, and it's not horrible in any way. It's it has some nice like, moments. That, uh, uh, Riley was really funny in it. I thought he did a good job. Riley had moments looking horrible. Oh, Sigourney Weaver's in it too. Sigourney Weaver has, yeah. Ed Helms has a sex scene with Sigourney Weaver. You might need that later. Does that does that interest you? He's got a sex scene with Anne Heche, and he's got a sex scene with maybe. Wait, not a sex scene. No, they they, they talk. Well, really, isn't it. any sex scenes in it? I mean, they're, they're he, suggested sex. He no, he grunts over Sigourney Weaver. It's when we meet him uh-huh. at the beginning of the film. He is he's is he grunting he's on in, it. He's in a gilf. He is giving her. Sigourney, he's Ripley. Leave I don't her remember it. I don't remember that. I remember them in bed together. I remember him finishing in her. So he's giving her the old gorillas in the <laughs> But it's actually, it's just kind of a lightweight, kind of fun movie. You did not, you kind of liked it. You thought it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's back there? Steve-O. Little Steven. That joke wasn't very good. Um, so that's it. That's exciting. Let's you, talk about Sea of Rapids. Oh you, wouldn't, you wouldn't give, would you, would you give Sigourney everything you owe? I'd give her hugs. Because I, I, I very much like Sigourney Weaver. It's the dumbest name in the world, though. Sigourney? It's a horrible name. You don't really hear it too much. There's a reason. It's like... Uh, it sounds made up. Can you imagine her parents? They're like... They're probably doing like some fucked up, jacked out drug. Tylenol. Maybe it's a family name? <laughs> I think they, when she was born, they looked at her and completely <laughs> hated her. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like a it's a very They're unique name. name. I, I give you that. It's unique. It's it's awesome. Let's just name her Garney. No, I think they, they messed up. MC. No, it's either like we're either gonna name her Signal or Garney. <laughs> let's, just, let's just put them all together. Actually, what, that'd be funny if we find out that her birth name is Signal Gurney <laughs> Weaver. Signal Gurney Weaver. <laughs> Which sounds just like it sounds like a fucking military cult. Signal Gurney Weaver, I'll see you. That's fucked up. It is, but it's also good. It makes more sense than Sigourney. I think Sigourney, if you look into the Mayan text, Sigourney is actually the secret catalyst word for yeah. most events and it involves snakes. Wouldn't surprise me. I think it's fucked up. Sigourney. That explains the She's also in Paul. Anaconda too. But you didn't see it. I did not. I have spoiler. no intention. I have no intention on seeing Paul. It's not really a spoiler, is it? it it's it's kind of because you're kind of wondering who the voice is. But I, but I knew who I knew she was in it before. I knew she was in it before I saw it. Though. Way to break the sixteenth wall. Um, I did see it with uh, somebody that did not recognize her voice. I guess so. I guess that is kind of a spoiler. But... <laughs> oh, Hitler's calling. Very professional, Nick. So Nick's phone. Hey, it's Baby Hitler. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so. That's good, Nick. This is your new ringtone. The baby vocoder. That was my mother. And you know, like it's funny when you know, like when you have a fit, you have a picture of um, the person who's calling. I have a bowl of rice. When my mother calls. <laughs> With all the nonsense in the world, why don't we talk about how shitty the Red Cross is? You're not a fan of the Red Cross? What have they done, really? They heal, they heal America and they heal beyond. Why is it called the Red Cross? Have they, uh, have they been able to show you their cross that is red? Now, this is going to be maybe, hmm? this is a wild guess, but is it because Jesus bled on it? or? He didn't bleed on the entire thing. So the whole issue, so it really should be like, there was, I mean, he's almost red cross. If we were, if we were to start an organization for every secretion Jesus dropped on that cross, we wouldn't have any room for anything else. <laughs> Steve, before mm. we go to the next segment, um, yeah. If you were Hollywood, if you were Hollywood royalty, yes, uh, and you were a, a man of leisure and, and, uh, yes. and a sexual animal, of course. Um, who would be your? Who would be the one that you courted? Who would you go after hard and fast? And oh the question is going to apply to you too. Oh, so you, you're saying if you were, if you were like, like if you were attractive, yep, talented, rich. Uh, hmm. Let's. I mean, we're in a fantasy land. If if all those things were were happening, you were single. Who would you be after, like a ramrod? Denise, oh, you mean, you Denise Crosby. <laughs> Denise Crosby by the, the unobtainable a long shot. No, I could turn her. I could turn her. I could turn her. Because I want to ask her, like, why did she, uh, why did she quit Next Generation in about the middle of the first season? Did she give up, or was she just coasting on pet cemetery? Yeah, what I think, what I think happened is uh, she found out that her her grandfather, Old Bing, had died in back in the seventies. I think she finally found that out. <laughs> she got depressed. She related to Bing. Yes, her grand, that's her grandfather. That's, uh, no. Yes. She's like I'm not here to body. But then she got murdered in Skin of Evil. So, uh, who would you give it to? No, you go ahead. You, you, uh, you I think I, I would probably if I was powerful I would steal Jada Pinkett from Will okay I'd, I'd go in there and I'd, and I'd fuck I'd fuck Jaden to get to her <laughs> I would put Jaden into me and uh, <laughs> and then I would slowly court Jada Pinkett I'd show up at their house you would breakfast. slowly court her over a thousand years <laughs> I would court her in their at their breakfast table that while, might not go while over, Will was there might not go over well with her 
that you put the moves on her son first, <laughs> and then you move to her. That might throw things off a little bit. I don't think so. I think I think that's the secret. And then their daughter Pebbles or whatever her name is, Pinkerton. What's her name? Smiles Pebbles. Willow. Willow. And it was it was something. I probably I'd probably throw her one too. Justin. Oh. Your Hollywood loyalty. Who are you gonna give the loyalty to? <laughs> Peter Cushion's hand will be on Twitter. The real, the real, the real Joe Cush. It'd be a, it'd be a Peter Peter Pillows. <laughs> One. What about uh, what about um, who's another? Actually, Peter Cushion's got a foul stench. <laughs> to Stephen Hawking, you get the joke. Good, good science guy. Shitty, <laughs> shitty jogger. <laughs> Even worse vocalist. Yeah, he's like me, Arthur. You know, I watch some of his. I watch some of his. Uh, his albums. He's <laughs> <laughs> a big guy. Uh, Golden Girls fan. Is that what you guys trying to play? Is that the secret of the universe? No, it's like a uh, brief history of time. Mm-hmm. What's oh. the secret to the universe? Beyond the <laughs> Oh my god, I did not know. I was not aware of that. He's a smart guy. Though. He's he looks really like Bud Selig. You know, he does. You know why he's a smart guy? He's, he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's, in there, he's at the mind gym. What can he do? How old is he? How old is he? He's a bad baker. He can't even use his arms. How old is he? Like 28? <laughs> <laughs> he read his book in utero. Oh my god. Now, see, how old is he for real? How old is his late olds? But he's... Oh my... He's lived a long time with that disease. Do you think he can play uh, any kind of video game or anything? I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. He's like... he's Actually, he's like... He's like... Solving complex... Like, really complex, complex things. And then someone empties his shit pan. Do you, do you get the iPad too? <laughs> do you know if you get the iPad too? Is that funny? Guess you had to be there. Well, we were. Is that how it works when your body is all fucked up that someone has to get rid of your poops? I mean, no, it's, it's, it's like I understand that. You know, he's he's kind of like he's amazing because he uh, he's uh, not a strapping not a strapping man. I think he wouldn't he up for the role of uh, uh, Captain Blood the remake. <laughs> Jesus. And Stephen Stephen Hawking's jokes. That's topical. Why not? He's like the, he's like the best person in the world. Like he's like he's like like a yeah. role model in every way. Right and almost every way. Mm-hmm. And we're making fun. He's like he's like he's better than the guy that invented the Segway. Even role model. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's <there's> Steve? Or <laughs> Stephen Hawking? You guys. Really what happened to him, by the way? Stephen is it Stephen Stephen Hawking's? Did he fall down <laughs> as a boy? Stephen Hawking. How did he hurt himself? Steve him? Yeah. He's got this. He, he's got. Did he, did he fall down? Did it happen to him? He doesn't have that, does he? He doesn't have Lou Gehrig's disease, no. That's, that's a, no. 
I, I think something else. I think he's earned the right to have the disease named after him at this point. Hmm. They should exhume Lou Gehrig and give him Steve Hawkins' disease. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so, he, so he's got something wrong in his bones and stuff? I don't know. He's got a lot wrong with his bones. <laughs> Nothing but dirt and disease in there. He's, he's like a derelict craft. Yeah. He's got some problem. It's yeah. too soon to be making Lou Gehrig jokes anymore. Yeah, but, well, but that's, that's weird. I mean, like, the guy is like one of the best things that's ever happened, and we're making fun of him. Mm. Because we can do things not he can't. Him. No, I'm not making Like, fun. solve the universe and shit. He's a smart man. Wonder what else? What does he do in his spare time? He's a big Star Trek fan. Is he really? Yes, he is. He was on one of the episodes. So was Denise Crosby. He likes The uh, Simpsons, right? He showed up on The Simpsons as well. Or the Futurama. Or, or both, maybe. Mm. Robot Jocks. He was good in Robot Jocks. Who wasn't good in Robot Jocks? Brent. Yes. Can you plug this into the, um, the hole? No. Right to the front there? This one? No, left. Left. That. Right here. Oh. Alright, so where are we going to go? Uh, let's go into like a little... Now, 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 now